Welcome back to the Tigers Only Podcast. This podcast is going to teach you about fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today is episode four, where Kelly and I kind of collaborated on just getting started on your health and fitness journey, the three pillars that you need to be implementing right away to see long-term results, and what's going to kind of happen if you do not. Now, we didn't go crazy in depth with telling you a step-by-step plan on how to get started, but what we did cover were the three over overwhelming topics that surround fitness, nutrition, and health. So make sure you give this a listen, take notes, start implementing these strategies right away to start begin seeing results. These are literally the three pillars we work on with every single client that comes into athletic aesthetics. So give it a listen, leave us a review, and we'll see you on the next one. Welcome back to episode four of the Tigers Only podcast. If you've listened to the first three, we thank you, appreciate you. Please leave us a review. Um, and it's the only way to move up in the podcast world. Today, we thought it would be nice to take a step back and make a quick podcast for all our newbies coming into a weight loss journey. Um, there are three main pillars you need to focus on when coming into a weight loss journey. And from our experience over the last eight years, well, longer than that combined, um, We've realized if you don't focus on all three and you just focus on one or even two, typically you don't have the best benefits for a prolonged set period of time. Like you can't maintain the weight loss is basically what we're getting at. So that's why a lot of fad diets don't work um, other than using a very restrictive approach. They don't really hit home on all three pillars. So it doesn't teach you how to maintain the weight loss once you've achieved it. So the first pillar I want to talk about today is just movement. It's activity, right? Um, I feel like everyone, when they first start this, this journey thinks they have to be in the gym like six or seven days a week. And when you go from zero to six or seven, Kelly and I can both like adhere to this, like it's not going to (laughs) work. It's just too big of a shift in your regimen. Um, it's too big a shift in your physiology. You're probably doing a lot of damage and your nutrition's probably not to the point that you can repair all that damage. So you're going to feel lethargic. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel pretty beat up all the time. I mean, Kelly, when you started getting into weight training, like, did you go balls to the walls or did you kind of like just do a couple of days a week on top of your running? No, I just started with a few days a week because to me for so long, I had just been focusing on cardio. So it was almost intimidating to think I'm going to be doing strength training even five to six days a week. I just couldn't even imagine putting that into my routine and I didn't really know where to start anyway. So I really just started slowly with it. And it's it's been a recent shift that I've done from, you know, just running. And I've kept up with the running as I've done it. But, you know, I started, I think I really was just doing like one day a week, just kind of trying to incorporate it and get more comfortable in the gym and around weights and learning the machines because there is a learning curve there. And I think that when people try to jump into it so quickly and think, okay, I need to be in the gym five days a week for an hour each day that it's just so intimidating that you almost don't do it. You can't make yourself start it because, you know, that seems like such a big jump into it. So really just starting, you know, with one or two days a week and kind of working your way into it is kind of how I approached it. And now I've worked my way up, obviously, as I've gone on. But yeah, it's like, it's like this all or nothing mindset, which if you, if any of you come from athletics, like an athletic background growing up, you played sports, if you don't win a game, you're the loser, right? So you want to like give it your all, but when it comes to adversity, like you're not gonna be able to give it your all every seven days a week. So like I've went through phases when I was bodybuilding where I would, I would weight train seven days a week. I would do an hour long cardio seven days a week. And 
I've been doing this now for about 10 years. And like right now I'm only working out four days a week. And that's someone who's been doing this for a very long time. So typically when we start clients up, we kind of like look at what they're doing. If they come from a, to us from a place of like no activity or movement, we just start like by like setting up markers with like step counts, make sure you're getting X amount of steps in a day, make sure you're getting at least a 10 minute brisk walk in per day. Um, and we kind of ease into the activity, like as a general rule of thumb, if someone has no activity in their, in their regimen coming to us, like I only start with two workouts per week and they're usually spaced out like a Monday, Friday kind of thing so that they have big gaps in between when their body can recover as we work on their nutrition. Um, then after a couple of weeks, as that gets easier, their body adapts and their nutrition gets better. Then we can focus on adding a third day in. And then if need be, we can add a fourth, but I've had a lot of clients that have had, have had amazing results that only end up working out two or three times a week. But the difference is they get the intensity where it needs to be. So intensity is everything when it comes to activity. If I can, if you are constantly on Instagram going through all these cool swipe workouts that influencers and coaches are putting out, those are great. Mm -hmm. It's great information. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great way to mix it up. But if you're constantly jumping from workout to workout and you're just hoping like this movement's going to change something that's typically not going to get you the desired result. Um, I made a quick story post this morning. I did a very basic leg workout. I think it was, I did a mm -hmm. squat, a lunge, uh, a leg press, a single leg press, hamstring curls, leg extensions, and calf raises. Very basic. Nothing crazy. Okay. But I came into it with the intensity. Like I upped my weight. I made sure like I was focused. I was in the zone. It's one of the better workouts I've had probably this last month. So it is really about the intensity you bring to your workouts. But you have to be real with yourself when you're starting this don't give it the all or nothing approach. Just like when we get to nutrition, that's something we're going to mention. Um, be very real with yourself. If you're not doing anything, just start with walks or jogs, whatever you're able to do uh, a couple of days a week, assess how you feel. And then the following week, try to add something to that. Now I really recommend getting into resistance training as it's one of the best things mm -hmm. to change your body's composition. Right. And everyone says they want to lose weight, but what they really mean is they want to lose fat. So it's one of the right. best ways to do that, right? Um, because we know just endurance, like sports, like running and stuff like that, one of the biggest things, they're muscle wasting, right? So they mm -hmm. do eat away a lot of muscle. No one wants to lose 100 pounds and be flabby. That's, that's something I hear all the time. Right. Everyone, wants, everyone wants to lose 100 pounds and have nice tone and look great. So that's just a good starting point. Um, start with just activity, movement, and then after – a good couple of weeks, try to ease yourself into uh, a couple of days of weight training. Um, and to kind of break the barrier, I would start with full body, a full body regimen two days mm -hmm. a week. So basically what that is, if you, you can jump on Google and you can type in exercises that are full body workouts and just try those on Monday and Friday for a couple of weeks and see how you feel. Basically the goal is just to stimulate each muscle at least once through the, throughout this workout. So it's going to cause more of a demand on your uh, on your body to heal um it's probably going to also stimulate more protein synthesis just because more muscle damage is being done from working the whole body compared to people that just go in and work arms or just legs or just back and so on and so forth so um that's kind of where i would just recommend most people start kelly is there anything you think you want to add to that or yeah. And I think as a female, so many times, like when I tell people that recently I've gotten into some weight training and um, I've been doing like a push pull leg split. So I'm in the gym about six days a week right now, just trying something different. Like I said, it took me a while to work up to that. 
Um, but so many times we're like, man, you're going to really build some serious muscle and get shredded yeah. and look like a bodybuilder. But the truth to that is that it's really hard to build muscle and it takes a lot of commitment and time and sometimes some extra help from steroids and things like that to really build these muscles that you picture. Um, So I think that there's so many benefits to weight training and so many people avoid it for different reasons, whether it be they're intimidated by it because they've never done it before or because they don't want to be with these like broad shoulders and ripped yeah. legs and things like that. And I can promise you like that will not <laughs> yeah. happen overnight by any means, you know? And so I think just to kind of work your way into it, like you said, and with any activity, you have to start somewhere and getting any kind of movement in. We always say you can't out exercise a bad diet, which is true. But when you combine the nutrition with the exercise portion, your progress is expedited quite a bit. And when we can kind of bring those two things together and have them working with each other instead of against each other, then, you know, you really find that you see results much quicker and you're able to maintain the results much longer also. Yeah. So majority of our listeners are probably, are probably ladies. Um, Majority of Mm -hmm. our coaching clients are women. So, um, if you don't believe Kelly, when she says this, just go ask a, a skinny guy, like how hard it is to put muscle on or someone that's gained muscle, right. ask them how hard it was. It's very hard. Typically you have to eat a caloric surplus. You have to like, you have to work very hard in the gym and like, it's just something that's not easily achieved. So there are a couple different, like people I've worked with over the past couple of years that are just like genetic freaks um, that they have built muscle pretty quickly, but that's very few and far between. So it's not something you really have to worry about. It is like Kelly was was saying, it is a very difficult thing to do. So I think you're going to be okay. Just get some kind of movement in to start. And then obviously Mm -hmm. slowly build into uh, a regimen you can continue, but you always want to make sure you're doing some kind of resistance training to reap the best benefits long-term with this. Um, and then on top of that, obviously it's gonna help with bone density. So um, as we age, it's going to help with osteoporosis and stuff like that. Something that's a little bit more common in women than men. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot of benefits, but that's a good starting point. Um, the next pillar is kind of like mindset or accountability. It kind of falls under both jurisdictions. And the reason is like, I have had so many clients go through a program before I kind of found like what I was good at that would just focus on nutrition or just focus on workouts or just focus on the physicality of everything and not really focus on like the mental aspect of it. And they could lose 50, 60, 70 pounds and still be unhappy with the desired result. Or they could be like fitting into clothes and feeling better and have more energy and still just be unhappy with what's going on. So I feel like this is something that's neglected big time um, just because it's not marketed to, right? It's not, it's not right. sexy. It's not something you want to talk about. It's like changing your mindset to focus on your goals. Um, but Kelly, when you started coming into like the weight training aspect or like just started being more consistent with it, like how did you shift Mm -hmm. that in your head? Yeah, I think just realizing that, you know, consistency was going to be key in the mindset and not getting, you know, discouraged when I was not making as much progress and things like that. Um, And just focusing on, you know, that this was for not only my health, but my mental health more importantly, and, you know, what was really going to make me happy long term and things like that. And nobody wants to focus on that, because we like to just run away from those things or avoid it. And, you know, to realize that 
it would help with stress reduction and anxiety and things like that, which nobody wants to talk about, like you said, because it's not sexy and it's not easy to talk about. Um, But just staying consistent in what you're doing and focusing on your mindset. You're going to have days when you wake up and you're not going to want to do it and you're not going to be in the right mindset, but learning to, you know, figure out what works best for you and, you know, staying in a positive mindset throughout the process is what's important. And a lot of that too, is having a good support system in it and having, you know, people that do hold you accountable and want you to be your best and things like that. Yeah. I think the key to mindset before embarking on like this, like this journey is realizing that it's going to be fucking hard. Right. Like I tell people all the time, they can come into this and they can be successful with it. And it's not going to be super, how do I say this? It's not, it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. right? So in theory, it's simple. Make sure you're eating enough calories so that your metabolism isn't adapting, but make sure you're, not eating so little, or sorry, I said that backwards. Make sure you're not eating too little that your metabolism adapts and you stop progress. Make sure you're not eating so much that obviously there is no progress, but, and get activity in. But the consistency is the hard part. The consistency is the part Mm -hmm. that does not make it easy. So the sooner that you can kind of accept that you're going to have off days and that this is not just a walk in the park, I think you're really going to prime yourself to be more goal-driven, more goal-oriented, and more realistic with how this approach is going to be. Another thing within your mindset is there's no end goal. Like, we all think we have an end goal, and we all have, like, uh, a line we want to cross, a finish line, and that that never actually happens. Um, Mm -hmm. If you accomplish one thing, you want to accomplish the next. If you accomplish that, you move on to the next. And it's just something that keeps going, which I think is great because for self-growth, it's not like you put in time and effort for two years, and you wake up one day, and you're like, I made it. Like I'm done. Right. Never, like this is it. I yeah. am who I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. That's not no. how it goes. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never happens like that. So it's just realizing that this is going to be an ongoing, an ongoing adventure and that you're going to embark on and like, you're going to have to put time and effort into it. And that's where I feel like a lot of people fail short is that they're led to believe that, Hey, if you just do the X, Y, and Z, it's going to be easy. Um, and then when the going gets tough, it's easy to throw in the towel. Like you don't lose for a couple of weeks or you don't lose for a month. And then you're like, oh shit, well, I'm at a plateau. This isn't working anymore. So I quit. Um, right. and the word plateau is another thing that pisses me off, but I won't get into that. Uh, yeah. Now. Like and people are like, I haven't lost in like two weeks. I'm in a plateau. I'm like, you're not at a plateau. Like, not a plateau. Yeah. yeah. You can well, be. And with this too, like there's nothing you know, when you think back on your, like, your entire life, regardless of, like, fitness, nutrition, any of that, what have you ever done that's been worth it that was easy? You know, everything easy that we come, do that easy is go. worth it. Right, exactly. And so when you really think about it, like, it's okay that it's challenging and it pushes you out of this comfort zone because if we're comfortable, then we're not progressing. You have yeah. to be willing to push yourself and, like you said, to con- continue to grow as a person, you know, we don't get to just this stopping point. We say, okay, this is, this is who I am forever. I'm never progressing past this point. We're constantly yeah. wanting to improve ourselves and be better. And so I think, you know, keeping that in mind with the mindset too, that like you said, there's no finish line as, yeah. you know, as far as personal growth goes, you can always be better. You can always improve yourself. And that's key in this whole thing. Yeah. And my thing is like, if you're on your deathbed and you're looking back on your life, do you think you're, you're going to give a shit if it took you two years or 10 years to get to like your goal body? No, the, right. the, end, re- the right. end result is just, you're just fucking happy you got there. So um, 
like when people sign for coaching, it's usually like, no matter who the coach is, it usually comes in like three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever. And people think, okay, at the end of that three months, I'm going to be where I need to be. And like, really realistically, that's not fucking true. It's going to take you a long time. It's going to take you effort. It's Mm going to take just recognizing that it is going to take some sacrifice at first and probably sacrifice along the path. But um, I think for mindset, that's the best thing you can do is just prime yourself to know it's not going to be a cakewalk. Know you're going to put time and effort and know that there are going to be some sacrifices that you're going to have to make. Like we live in Nashville where drinking every weekend is a very normal thing. Right. And that right. say drinking, like binge drinking, like people getting blackout drunk. <laughs> um, and that's normal. We like, what's that Broadway uncensored? Like that's literally an Instagram page where people are too drunk right. on the main strip. So knowing that you can't do that every weekend, if you have a, a goal you're trying to achieve is obviously something that you're going to have to sacrifice. And like, if you can't sacrifice binge drinking every weekend for this, result you say you want to achieve you don't really fucking want it that bad right like if you're not willing to sacrifice things that aren't a necessity because typically when people binge drink they're running from something they're coping with something like there are times you're just out to have fun but like if it's a reoccurring thing every single weekend something's going on there so if you're not willing to sacrifice something that minuscule and small you don't fucking want it that's as clear as day as i can make it so mindset just prime yourself it's going to be hard it's going to be challenging you're going to be faced with obstacles but just view every everything as an opportunity or an obstacle and don't just look at it as like your downfall or your failure because if you do look at things like that you will fail and you'll continue to fail over and over and over again so those are the first two pillars um that we kind of focus on and that we suggest everyone focus on the third one in my opinion is probably one of the most important as well they're all super important but like this one holds a little bit higher level of importance because it is so much harder to change and that is like the nutrition side of things um because a lot of people are coming from different places like some people could be tracking food for years some people don't know the fuck uh calorie is like it's just all over the place Mm so uh kelly what are just some like general like guidelines that you have for people that are coming into this like brand spanking new Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's really important to be honest with yourself with where you're at currently. Like Caleb said, some people have been tracking for years. Some people are eating fast food for three meals a day. It's important to be honest with yourself and evaluate where you're at at this point and what you're willing to change. If you're not willing to change, there's no point in us setting a goal for you that you won't be able to achieve. If there's something you're not willing to give up, and that's where your priorities come into play as well. It's the same thing with the mindset and the binge drinking. You know, you have to decide what's important enough to you right now that you're willing to change or give up or whatever it is to reach your end goal so you know just some basics we look for you know consistent eating throughout the day we want a good protein source in every meal or snack that you're having we're looking for two servings of fruits and vegetables and then incorporating healthy fats okay okay stop kelly make this like (laughs) Kelly's going deep. You could, you should see her face I right know, now. Make this just like bare bones. Say I come, I'm coming to, I'm coming to us and I need help and I'm eating McDonald's for breakfast, Burger King for lunch and Hardee's for dinner. Where would you start me at something like, like that where I'm just constantly eating out and I have no like nutrition, like density when right, it comes to right. nourishment at all. Yeah. So if that was the case, then I would say, okay, what's the realistic goal for you for eating out? If you're eating out three times a day, can we cut it down to one time a day? Or is it realistic for you to say, 
I'm going to prepare meals at home. You know, what, what will work for you to make this long-term something that's realistic? So, you know, I would at that point let the person decide because if, you know, I say, okay, no more dining out and that's not realistic for you and your lifestyle, yeah. then there's no point. You're not going to follow it. And so I think that's where it comes to, you know, the client or the person, whoever has to be honest with me and with themselves of what is a realistic goal for them. Yeah. And the, see, like Kelly isn't giving guidelines. And I think that's what a lot of people expected her to do right when I asked that, but she's like, she pushes it back on the person. Like, what are you willing mm -hmm. to do? Because we can set up a perfect plan. Like, and if you execute it, you'll see amazing results. But if you're not willing to fucking do it, nothing's going to change. And like, again, I feel like right. even with nutrition, we're talking about mindset, but they are really intertwined. Um, mm -hmm. Because like, if you're stuck in your way where you just want fast food and you want burgers and you want convenience, like that's something over time you're going to mm -hmm. have to break. So like Kelly said, like if you're eating out three times a day, for the first couple of weeks, cut it down to two. And then at dinner, make right. sure you're having something at home that you actually prepare. That's something right. people always say, I don't have the time. And I think that's that verbiage is like, or that phrase is my biggest. It pisses me off more than anything. We all fucking have mm -hmm. time. It's just how you right. want to make it. Um, so if you tell me that you have to eat out three times a day because you're so busy, what are you busy doing? Like, are you just mindlessly running around, not completing or doing anything of value? Or like, mm -hmm. are you working a nine to five job and taking the kids to practice? And then you have like two hours yourself and you don't want to encompass that time with like meal prep and making sure your food's ready. Like that's something that has to come internally. And like, that's what Kelly was saying is like, you have to make that fucking decision for yourself. We can, we can coax you, we can try to help you. But like, if you can't make that decision, it's not going to pay off in the long term. Right, right. Yeah. And it's true. Like you do have to set those goals for yourselves. We as coaches can guide you and we can make suggestions, but ultimately it's up to you and what you're willing to change, what you're willing to give up. And we can't instill that motivation in you. We can try. We can say things that in theory should motivate you and ask you questions to push you to think outside of the box of what you could change, but it's really up to the person and you know, what they're willing to do um, and what they're willing to give up to reach their goals. Yeah. So just like a general guideline, if, if you are one of those fast food eaters or you have a, you feel like you have a decent grasp on nutrition, like just a quick thing I would recommend is try to have like three set meals a day as you're eating, try to stay off your phone unless you're listening to like a podcast or something like that, but don't just be scrolling through shit. Try not to have a TV on, but have three set meals a day. And then at first, just try to have a snack in. Um, right. And then obviously off of that, you can build in a second snack and a third or whatever fits with your schedule and what you, like your body is willing to do or, and what you're willing to do. But a good foundation is three set meals and one to two snacks per day. Um, and then take one more step onto that or past that. Every meal you have should have a decent protein source in there, right? So that... That can right. be any animal protein. It can be a protein shake. It can be cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. It can literally be anything. Um, but obviously that's just a very general basic startup point that I feel like a lot of people overcomplicate and think, oh, I need to eat six times a day to speed up my metabolism, which that can be a whole nother podcast. That's bullshit. But mm. um, it just does teach you good meal frequency and timing um, and allows your body to absorb those nutrients a little bit better. And obviously it's going to help those hunger cues as well and cravings and so on and so forth. So is there anything else you think you want to add to that? 
No, and I think the only other thing with the combination with the exercise and the physical activity to kind of circle back to where we started with this is that so many times when people do get into working out and weight training, they think that they need to be like shaking their protein shake in the locker room and chugging it as soon as they finish <laughs> their workout. Like people, yeah, it doesn't will, work. I, people do that. I mean, and well, you know, that's good. You do need to refuel your body after the workout for recovery and muscle building and all those you know, great benefits that we see with the exercise and nutrition combined. As long as you're getting something in, I would say realistic goal is like an hour after your workout, but, you know, 30 minutes to an hour and a half, some right in there um, to refuel your body when you finish, it, you're totally fine. You don't have to be chugging it as soon as you drop the weights and you're like, yeah. you know, not even done sweating yet so i think just as as long as we're refueling at some point and the same thing with before with weight training in general we do want to have you know something to eat before you have to figure out what works best for you and there's a lot of mixed reviews on this you know with fasted workouts and things like that but you know just making sure that we are fueling our body and giving it what it needs for recovery and then also the muscle muscle building process is important but by no means you need to be shaking your protein shake in the locker room or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I fell victim to that. And sometimes I still find yeah. myself racing home to get it done, but I've obviously eased off that. And that's something just like, it's been drilled into our heads for quite a while. Just like with people using the scale as a, their only form of measure or self-worth when it comes to this, like it's the same kind of thing. So right. um, just a quick recap for each and every one of you. The first pillar you need to work on is activity start basic, start simple, not simple, but starts with something you can realistically maintain. And then hopefully build into something you can actually incorporate weights into at least two days a week. Um, using full body movement is going to help get you started down that path to success. Um, next thing is mindset. Starting this journey, just realizing it's going to be hard, it's going to be difficult, and that you are going to struggle at points um, is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. But looking at every situation as an obstacle and an opportunity is going to obviously set you up for long-term success because you're going to be more optimistic and not so much pessimistic when it comes to stuff like that. Third and final thing with nutrition is start with where you're at and slowly just implement good things. Don't take everything quote unquote bad out of your day-to-day -day eating regimen. Slowly implement good, better choices, more nutri more nourishing choices, and you'll see those bad things slowly start to come out. But a good rule of thumb is try to get at least three meals uh, with a protein source and at least one to two snacks per day just to get some consistency with your eating. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to episode four. If you like this episode, obviously give us a review and a rating, subscribe, um, and we'll see you on the next one.